Kowal, WTKM-FM Hartford, welcomes Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Kowal Investment Group's visit today is a paid presentation of Kowal Investment Group. The information and opinions expressed are solely those of Kowal Investment Group and not Thompson Media LLC, owner WTKM, its management, or employees. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Kowal Investment Group, LLC, is not a registered broker, dealer, and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Now here's your host for today's Retirement Talk, WTKM's Dave Stout. Hey, thanks. Good morning. Appreciate it. Uh, 932 now at WTKM. And uh, we've got a great show for you planned today. Coal Investment Group uh, Representative Aaron Spitzner is going to be joining us here in just a second. They are the retirement specialists. And we'll talk a little bit about, uh, got a few items on the list I want to talk a little bit about today. The uh, streamlined retirement process. Want to talk about the CARES project a little bit, talk a little bit about that. And um, is there light at the end of the tunnel? That's the big question that everyone keeps asking. You know, if I was sitting in the studio 90 days ago and asked a question like that, you'd say, what in the world are you talking about? What do you mean light at the end of the tunnel? I guess it's pretty obvious these days when you start looking at what's happening to our country and our economy in our country. The question is, is there light at the end of the tunnel? We'll talk a little bit about that today uh, with uh, Aaron Spitzner uh, joining us here on WTKM. So thanks for joining us today. But right now, I want to take a second and uh, welcome into the program Aaron Spitzner. Aaron, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, Dave. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, it's been a little bit, but uh, it's always good to be on the show here with you. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, I was thinking this morning driving in, boy, you know, we... Um, it seemed like a whole lifetime ago that we were sitting in your conference room right there talking, having, you know, on air. We had about, boy, I think there's four or five of us kind of sitting in there chatting it up a little bit. And uh, how the world has changed in the past six months to a year, hasn't it? Yeah, even if you look back and a little bit what we're talking about uh, later on, like like you mentioned there in the intro, is uh, talking about the markets and, and where we were, uh, where we are now. And where we're going, I think that'll be good to, to hit on as well. Just talk a little bit about where we were just, uh, you know, a uh, little bit over a month and a half ago uh, with the markets and, and with what we're... I mean, a lot of the news is, you know, we still see a lot of it um, on the news, but things have changed in a hurry in the markets, and it's important to... Uh, to kind of highlight some of that, and it's not as bad as, as what we may think. You know, that's an interesting point. Let me talk with you a little bit about that. You know, looking at some of the numbers this morning, just looking at it purely from, forget about Main Street, uh, Wisconsin is completely closed down now for the most part, um, businesses, but looking at our country as a whole, the S&P 500, the Dow 30, the biggest uh, Dow stocks, the blue chippers, as they call them on the market. But if you look at the S&P 500 from its peak, all-time peak like like on February 19th or 12th, kind of in that time period, to right now, with all the country has been through, for that thing to only be down about 12, 13, or 14 percent, what does that tell you? Is, are we a pretty resilient country, or is there more doom and gloom coming? Or what, what are your thoughts now? Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? So that's a, uh, a good segue here to what I was hoping to, uh, to talk about. You know, when I, when I look at it, exactly what you said here. Where we were, uh, small caps, uh, small companies here in the U.S., we were down 41%. International, down 33 Now, this is at the market bottom in March 23rd. I ran the numbers from the first of the year to March 23rd. Again, small caps down 41 International stocks down 33 
the S&P 500, again, the 500 largest companies publicly traded here in the U.S., uh, down 30%. The Dow, down 35 Again, those are names we see on the news every night. And the NASDAQ, that's more tech-heavy, tech-focused. Uh, that one was only, I should you know, only down 23%, again, at their worst part. Um, if I look at the numbers here this morning, actually, a little, some of these are through market uh, close on Friday. Uh, small caps down 26 International down 21, the Dow down 15, the S&P down 10, the NASDAQ only down 1%. Uh, And that's really hovering between, that could hit positive by the end of the day. So it's kind of been hovering around that flatline mark. So when we look at those numbers, they're about halfway back, uh, in some cases even more than where we were at the worst of it. In the average portfolio, again, this is the average portfolio according to Morningstar, which is one of the uh, you know, most widely recognized uh, investment tracking software out there. Um, the average portfolio with 50 to 70% stock is down about 10% this year. Mm. Uh, you know, a lot of those 50 to 70% stocks portfolios last year, those balanced portfolios as we'd call them, uh, they had years of, you know, last year maybe up 15, 18, 20%. Um, so it's given about half of that back, in some cases a little bit more, depending upon the day we're looking at it. Um, but we find ourselves here now on uh, Cinco de Mayo, and we're about halfway <laughs> back, and, and there's uh, things are starting to stabilize a little bit. Um, and, and what I mean by that is last week, now this gets a little bit technical, but it's important. Last week there was a bit of what we call a rotation, meaning the winners year-to-date didn't do much. So we hear a lot about everybody leaning on Amazon and Walmart and those uh, online retailers that, because uh, we can't go to the store, we may not want to go to the store. So those have really benefited, or like the Netflix of the world, because, hey, what are we going to watch? There's no sports on TV. We're going to watch Netflix. Um, those names have really benefited this year. But last week, those big names were only up about 0.1%. Mm. So the top 100 S&P 500 performers year-to-date were only up about 0.1% last week, whereas the worst 100 performers were up about 18%. Hmm. So that's great news because names in energy, financials, materials, and industrials did very well last week, meaning the, the rally was very broad. That's what we want to see. We want to see support from all sectors and all company sizes as we get out of this. We don't want to just see a couple big names leading the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you That want- was really good news last week, and kind of asked about where we're going. I think that's positive stuff. You want the entire economy coming, not just segments of the economy coming back. You want everybody coming back at the same time. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. That's, that's, a, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yep. Talking to Aaron, Aaron Spitzner. Aaron is with uh, Kowal Investment Group. It's K-O-W-A-L. The Kowal Way is the website for folks that are at or near retirement have accumulated at least $750,000 in retirement assets. You can reach them at 262-522-4040. That's 262-522-4040. Facebook and LinkedIn, it's Kowal Investment Group. And at Twitter, it's on, on Twitter, it's at Kowal underscore invest. Four locations, Waukesha and Bus 
Chelsea Road, just north of uh, 94 and 164 Port Washington. Great location there, easy to find on Wisconsin Street in Madison, actually Middleton on Frank Lloyd Wright, and then also uh, Mount Pleasant on Washington Avenue, and also a location, too, in Phoenix, uh, Arizona. And Aaron, you guys have been nominated seven years in a row now to Barron's Top 1200 Financial Advisors from 2014 to 2020. And I remember Aaron Kowal coming in the studio telling us the first year and how excited he was to say that uh, Jeff and uh, the whole crew there, uh, just one of 18 financial advisors in Wisconsin named to that uh, prestigious list. So congratulations again on being on that list on 2020 of just 1,200 uh, investment uh, groups. So congrats again on that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm. I didn't mean. I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I know you're on a roll. I didn't mean to in, in, interrupt you, but I just wanted to refresh everybody's memory of who we're talking to and kind of how Coal Investment Group operates. So we want to get the economy going back all in one piece. Is is what you were talking about, right? Yeah, um, exactly. And and kind of one of the things, and, and I'll you know jump around a little bit here, but in, in talking about um, you know you mentioned a little bit more about the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, good news, uh, coming out in terms of what we call high frequency data. You know, that's the stuff that, you know, when we look at economic data, so everybody kind of looks at the unemployment number, um, which comes out monthly. And now we see these unemployment claims that are coming out weekly. So we're looking more and more at that data. But if we look at high frequency data, that's kind of the eye test. That's kind of saying, Hey, how much this is a unique time we're in a, a very deep but hopefully a very quick recession um and so there's a lot of eyes looking at um how much activity is out there are are we you know are there more people shopping are there more people driving is there higher more gasoline consumption are there more people going through these tsa checkpoints right we're looking at as much data as we can get our hands on to see if activity is picking up. Um, so again, we're est- you know there's an estimation you know we're estimating about a contraction of thirty percent for the second quarter. That's that's horrific economic damage. Mm-hmm. But kind of the silver lining there is that those very poor numbers that come through won't be until late July, and at that point we expect the economy to already be expanding. Okay. So it's kind of like, hey, 30%, you know, a decline of 30% in our nation's GDP. And most people are going, wow, like that obviously is a horrific number. But at the same time, that was for the prior quarter. Mm-hmm. And at that point, we expect things to already be on the up and up and expanding as more and more states are opening up and more people feel comfortable going out and about and going to work. Um, and I talked a little bit about that high-frequency data. Um, and, and there's some interesting numbers out here. Uh, during the week ending Saturday, May 2nd, about 939,000 passengers went through TSA checkpoints at the airport. Mm. That's up 26% from the prior week and up 40% from two weeks ago. Don't see that on the TV news, do you? No, you, you really don't. That's what you know. It, it's an interesting data point. Like I mentioned, you know, yeah. we, we don't like to get down into the weeds on stuff like this, um, but it's stuff you got to look for the positive stuff. Sure. And, and how many people are getting out and about? You know, the other, the amount of motor gasoline supplied has grown three weeks in a row and is up 
a total of 16%. Not a huge number, mm-hmm. but it's a positive. It's not contracting. Uh, hotel occupancy and rail car traffic are, are both up from a month ago. Um, I kind of give it the eye test, too. You know, one of the things I talk about with a lot of my clients, and a lot of people acknowledge this, is I say, hey, you know, have you gone to like a Menards on a Saturday? Mm-hmm. It is unbelievable yeah. how many people are out and about doing home improvement type projects. You know, that that's and that's big money. You know, if you're doing something with a, a, a patio or a deck um, outside, or if you're, a lot of people told me, hey, we're going to take the time, we're going to re, refinish the cabinets or, or paint inside. Um, that's still, all of that adds up. Um, so what I think is people aren't spending their money on the, the big ticket items. They're not going on the cruise. They're not going on the, the vacation to Europe, but they are going to take the time to improve their home. Yeah, so you know, kind of the eye. We're, 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 um, we're, we're builders. We're developers. I mean, in, in, in this country, we, we like that, especially in Wisconsin, man, we like to get out and rake the twigs off the lawn now and kind of get things moving again. And, you know, we're just not, you know, and I should say that if you're nervous about anything, stay at home, have your food delivered to you, you know, and have your groceries all delivered to you if you're afraid to go out and something. But, you know, as a society, we kind of got to get the society, we got to get our economy back moving again. We got to get uh, the doors open and, and, and is it going to be different absolutely it's going to be different there's going to be people wearing masks that are going to be in stores and if that's what m- that makes the people comfortable then that's what we're going to have to do i don't see that people are going to be going into stores wearing masks a year from now but as you said i mean people want to get out and they want to get moving and doing things especially as the weather gets nice here now i mean w- this thing hit us at a really precarious time it came in in february February and, and and hit hard in March, and you know that's a cold season. People are people in indoors during that time. They're staying inside, and now people are just chomping here. They're saying, "Oh my gosh, let me out!" I mean, last weekend, 65, 70 degrees. I never heard more motorcycles rumbling in one weekend in my life. It was unbelievable. Custom cars are coming out of the garages and going on on car cruises last weekend. So um, you're right. People want to get out and they want to get going and they want and they want to get the economy going so what's you know what's what's the light at the end of the tunnel give us aaron the final light at the end of the tunnel on that topic well you know i guess that kind of the the data behind some of that number too is and this is kind of a this is a creepy one i don't know if i like this number a lot but you know we we've all know that when we put in in, in a gps or type uh, re, you know request into our phone all that data is tracked yeah so yeah. So, uh, you know, many researchers are looking at this, and what they found, Apple looks at these routing requests on, on map applications. In mid-April, both walking and driving requests were down roughly 60% from hmm. January 13th. As of, as of Saturday, um, these numbers are basically cut in half. They were down 60%, um, and now, let's see, walking is down about 29%, and driving is down only 16%. So more and more people are getting out. Uh, you and I aren't wrong, you know, based on our observations of motorcycles, people getting out and in uh, Menards. But there is a lot more people getting out uh, and spending more, really more time and, and, and more money. Um, so, again, really the light at the end of the tunnel is that, you know, this recession, it, it, it's going to be deep. It's going to be sharp. Uh, it's going to be one of the deepest ones of our lifetimes. Um, but it's not normal because it's going to be very short. Um, 
and I think that if we keep that in mind, uh, you know, coming into the second half of the year, when I say second half, you know, looking at uh, third and fourth quarter uh, GDP or growth, you know, we expect that to be a, a very strong, a very high number. And, and for that reason, um, we're looking at this as an opportunity for some of our clients and, and an opportunity to to rebalance your portfolio, to maybe harvest some losses in your portfolio. And what I mean by both of those things are, is if you went into this with 60% stock, by the time you hit, and even now, that portfolio may be 55% stock. Hmm. So you've gone from 60 to 55. So what you do is it kind of your, your bond allocation, so your 60% stock, 40% bonds, now it looks like 55-45. So you have 55% stock, 45% bonds. Mm-hmm. Take some of that bond. Take that 5% that, that your, gr- your bond allocation has grown. Give that a haircut and buy stocks while they're cheap. Okay. That's called the rebalance. The other thing we're looking at doing in, in those taxable accounts is you can what we call harvest some loss, harvest losses. So if you had a holding, like we talked about the stock market being down 10 12%, if that holding is down 10 12%, you can buy something very similar to that. Not the exact same thing. The IRS doesn't like that. But something similar, similar investment-wise, and use that loss to offset future gains. It's more of like a tax minimization strategy. And that's something that if anybody was really looking into doing with their portfolio, we'd be more than happy to, to kind of guide you through that strategy uh, with you know harvesting losses or rebalancing your portfolio. Talking so those to are two great things to do. Talking to Aaron Spitzner with uh, Kowal Investment Group, the Kowal Way website there, uh, number 262-522-4040. There are uh, various locations around the area, Waukesha, Port Washington, Madison, Mount Pleasant, and also Phoenix, too. Again, 262-522-4040. Can we take a minute this morning and talk a little bit about the CARES Act? A lot of people talk about the CARES Act. It was passed just uh, like a month, not even, yeah, a little over a month ago now. It, it, It provides an estimated $2 trillion in um, fiscal stimulus to combat the economic impact of of COVID-19. Several major provisions that are aimed at uh, providing relief to individuals affected by a coronavirus. So can we talk maybe a little bit uh, quickly? We've got about 10 minutes here to go through and maybe talk about some of your thoughts on CARES this morning. Is that possible? Yeah, there there are a couple things that I think are important that... um that we all recognize and understand that came out of that bill. So coming into this year, we just had the SECURE Act, which changed some of the retirement rules. Um, And now we have the CARES Act. Uh, There are two different um, kind of regulations or rules coming out of Washington. CARES Act, like you mentioned, is the most recent one uh, at the end of March. And there are a couple areas of that that I think are important to talk about. Now, there, there's a lot of it, a lot of material that came out of it, but I'll highlight a few. And really the top one is the recovery rebates. A lot of people have gotten those, and that, that's the check, you know, that you're getting in the mail uh, from the government, $1,200 per individual, 2400 per couple filing jointly, and then $500 credit for a qualifying child under the age of 17. Um, so that that check uh, that most people, you may have received it, and if you haven't received it, I've been telling all my clients, there is a website, uh, irs.gov slash coronavirus slash get my payment, and, and there, you know, if you're looking for that link directly, uh, please contact our office uh, 
there's probably a lot of fake websites out there that try to mimic that website, but make sure you're at the irs.gov or just give our office a call. And, and by going to that website, you can track your payment if you haven't gotten it yet. Uh, so why I like that is because, uh, you know, some people say, I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get one. I don't know how much I'm going to get. I haven't received it yet. Go to that website, check it out, and you'll be able to figure out um, just exactly when and how much you would be getting. Sometimes there's a bit of a delay on the website, but if you hang out for a little bit in their waiting room, virtual waiting room, you can find out more details about that check. Now, a little bit of a, just a, a caution there, I believe, with that check, if you receive it and you actually make money more money this year than you did last year, uh, you'll owe a portion of that money back. Okay. Uh, so just kind of a hiccup there with it, but uh, for most people, they'll be at similar to less income given the circumstances this year. It sounds like, you know, having to have put these plans in effect in such a quick amount of time that they're still working out some of the details on the back end of some of these acts and PPPs and the CARE Act and the SECURE Act. They're, you know, they're still trying to they're still trying to work out all the details behind the scenes of how things are going uh, to work. So if you're involved with any of those, you just need to be patient and, and just know the basics and understand the basics and stay close to the, to the right people and to keep you informed about those uh, various things like the CARE Act, like you talk about, right? Yeah, the, uh, the uh, yeah, and, and you're exactly right. The one thing that, the other one that I caution a lot of people on is both the, uh, is really the penalty-free distributions from retirement accounts. So what that means, you can take a coronavirus-related distribution of up to $100,000 from either IRAs or your 401k, or you can mix it between the two. And you can take that money out under the age of 59 and a half and avoid the 10% penalty. So if you just took a distribution of, let's say, $100,000 and you were under the age of 59 and a half, you'd pay federal, state tax, and you'd also have a 10% penalty. In this circumstance, the government is waiving the 10% penalty. They're also allowing you to spread that tax liability over the course of the next three years. Okay. So you could take $100,000 out, and you could split that tax burden up over the course of the next three years. Um, but the catch is here, um, you have to have a some sort of a coronavirus-related issue, whether you uh, lost income due to the virus or you, you were diagnosed with COVID-19. The IRS doesn't provide very clear standards. Uh, but the bottom line is you better make sure that you had some sort of an impact from it if you're going to use that particular strategy or if you need to tap into your uh, retirement savings. Uh, the other option there is um, you can also put the money back into your retirement account. Um, it doesn't have to be repaid, but the IRS does allow three years after the date of the distribution to roll over either a portion or all of the amount back into your account. So basically what they're doing is they're saying, hey, we understand that everybody, you know, you may need some extra money. You can tap into your retirement savings without penalty. We'll give you the option to pay it back. But if you do tap into it, you should have to, you should have had some sort of a, you should have been affected by the COVID-19 virus. 
talking to uh, Aaron Spitzner, Coal Investment Group. We have a couple minutes left here. Um, as we wrap up our, our chat here this morning, Aaron, give um, give our listeners and, and me some advice of um, what your what your recommendations are at this point in time. I know we're you know potentially three weeks away from the state of Wisconsin opening again, and people are saying, okay, can I make it through to that time without a paycheck coming in because my restaurant closed or whatever I was working at or my business is about to close or whatever like that. Give us some advice that you have that you're hearing from your uh, clients that they're kind of as a summary to wrap up our, our conversation here today between the, um, you know, between the, the, the first conversation we had about the economy and how the economy is going to come back and it is coming back. The Dow and S&P and the NASDAQ are all coming back and the CARES Act. Give us some kind of give, give us your outlook if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, so uh, the, the crystal ball outlook is, is a tough one. Um, you know, of course, there's a lot of uncertainty when it comes to the virus, right? I mean, if, if this reappears and we have more hot spots, we're at the risk of more shutdowns. Um, but then again, you know, we like to put a lot of our faith and trust into the healthcare system in the United States of America. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable how fast they're already on pace with these um, vaccinations and these antibody tests and the ability of, of them, the, uh, the colleges and, and the uh, pharmaceutical companies to come together um, and really push this issue uh, is, is really unbelievable. Um, so we always trust that uh, the U.S. economy will prevail and it will come through. Um, and if you're somebody that is uh, really considering um, retirement and you're concerned about you know, the effects of the market uh, on your retirement plan, I look at that as a, uh, for most people, if they have a well-built plan, um, it, it really hasn't had much of an effect on their retirement. Um, the other thing we like to do with all of our clients is we like to stress test their retirement plan going into this. So we take a look to see if, hey, what would happen if the market was down 23% this year and then 9% the next year? Because uh, everybody thinks going into retirement this is going to happen. And for some people it did happen this year, mm-hmm. but we were prepared for that. Um, so, you know, really, my suggestion would be if you haven't had that stress test done, give us a call. We're more ha- more than happy to walk through that with you. We're more than happy to walk through your portfolio, make sure you're you're taking the right amount of risk and you're getting paid for it. And, and if you're somebody that isn't near retirement, I'd say that you know, look forward to the second half of the year as things reopen. Uh, again, we're expecting some very strong growth out of the U.S. economy, um, and really, this too shall pass. Um, and and, and really put the faith in, in, in the U.S. economy. We, we prevailed many of times in the past. So when you look at where, where, where we're at right now and we get to, um, you know, September and October and November, do you feel personally that we're going to look back at this and say, oh, boy, that was a rough patch there back in March, April, and May, but we're turning the corner again now and uh, we're kind of moving in the right direction now. Do you, do you feel that personally? Yeah, I've, I, you know, I'll, I'll go out on a limit and say that, you know, I think once we get to that part of the year, um, we will look back at this and say, yeah, you know, we're, we're happy it's behind us. I personally think right now that the worst is behind us when, in terms of the market. Now, I'm not sure what's ahead in terms of the virus, but I think in terms of the market, I think the worst is behind us. Okay. Uh, we could be in somewhat of a, a lateral move for a while here. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I mean that, it's kind of like, you know, these days a 2% up, 2% down. So, you know, that could happen for a while. We may not have these big jumps of thirty percent like we saw in the month, you know, since March twenty third. Mm-hmm. It may be plateauing for a while, but I think 
you know, fast forward to that September, October time frame, yeah, we'll have an election coming up. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if the, everybody kind of feels like, wow, we're glad that's behind us. We're glad schools are reopened back to normal and, uh, and everybody's back to work. Aaron, uh, thank you for your time today. We really appreciate it. Give us all the details about Coal Investment Group, uh, website, contact information, and so forth, how to get in touch with you. Would you please? Yeah, so the, the Kowal Way, uh, by visiting the Kowal Way, you can find more about us. Again, we're retirement planners, retirement specialists. Uh, you can find some blogs, some great information about some of the things we talked about today on that website. You can also schedule your complimentary no-obligation retirement review. Uh, you can also reach us at the office, 262-522-4040. Again, 262-522-4040. Uh, to, again, to set up that, uh, that retirement review, and that's, uh, that's something that uh, we offer free of charge. Um, on average, takes about uh, two meetings, one to get to know you and the next to, to present the plan and our findings. And at that point, we'd hope to uh, start a, uh, a relationship with you um, to carry you throughout retirement. Aaron, thanks for your time today. We really, really appreciate it. Look forward to talking to you again next time. And uh, hopefully the next time we can talk to you, we can share more of the good news, more of that light at the end of the tunnel coming at us. So we, we really appreciate it. And you uh, have a great day and be safe. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. Aaron Spitzner from Kowal Investment Group chatting with us here today on WTKM. Kowal Investment Group's visit today was a paid presentation of Kowal Investment Group. The information and opinions expressed are solely those of Kowal Investment Group and not Thompson Media LLC, owner WTKM, its management, or employees. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Kowal Investment Group, LLC, is not a registered broker, dealer, and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. To contact Kowal Investment Group, call 262-522-4040.